0: Independent wrestling is pretty
1: damn fucking cool.
2: We're sitting down in the spotlight and Squirt circle with Ryan on. and We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening.
1: Why does Kid Ryan, why did he unfriend me? Can you find out? Uh, I'll find out. Yeah, I want to get Pete. Did not unfriend any of these guys? Or he unfriended me? I'll figure that out for you. All right. Let me know within two weeks. I'm going to shit on. You. Okay. So uh. So August twelfth. Yeah.
3: Right. I got to see if I can hit this combo during mm-hmm. the show. You ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that should be that's fifty thousand points. Hang on, I didn't finish. <laughs> I didn't finish yet. So
0: why is there such a delay there?
3: Well, oh, because geez. you cut me off. All so, right.
0: We have eighty-eight followers on the Facebook. Okay. So we're getting close to the time where we're going to have to figure out how the office will provide us with the money to do this recording. And, uh,
2: I think I just figured out how we'll pay for it.
0: And we have 77 on the Twitters. 88 yeah. and 77. Yeah, but
1: that twat machine is,
0: isn't as popular as it used to be. I don't think it's called the twat machine. Oh. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I think you're looking at something else. Oh, well. Which explains why it's not so popular. The
0: twat machine is just what I call my computer in general, or second wife.
2: I like it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had to add the yeehaw because the cricket one sticks. Yeah, the, cri- yeah, the crickets. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> you didn't want to have it on there for sure. Spoiler alert on the Harley Hellcat episode: the crickets go on for a while <laughs> because I was we was not the fact that that one
1: sticks. We should like let it play through the whole show and say we're outdoors camping. I like it. <laughs> We're on location. Ah.
3: So
2: the barbecue is on the 12th, you said? August 12th. Are you coming? on the 18th? I might. What is that? You might. It's, it's a fun fun Sunday. Sunday? I early at 1 o'clock. I should be able to do that. Isaac,
0: thing. we you made you it on a Sunday. Where? To the uh, barbecue. To the barbecue. Where is it going to be at? Here. Here. So that's going to be what? Well, that's a long drive for me. Yeah. We're going to fucking. A drive with oh, him. Man. Get yeah. a car, You
3: guys yeah.
2: can
0: bring a whole huh. fucking bus full down. As far as I know,
2: the only time I would ever have somebody going on on Sunday is ICW, and I don't think they run that day, so. In theory, I'm free.
0: We can... We, you want to On this there? episode of the podcast, we bet want to come TJ to our Barbecue. So
3: please! Yeah,
0: we gotta get the followers, if that, right?
3: Then if that happens, then we'll probably just get a carload of people. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Get Derek and... I don't want, like, nine people driving solo from the northwood.
0: Shay.
3: Get Derek and his business partner, Shay.
0: And Sammy's boobs. Oh,
1: the sock She's tits? Not. They're sock tits. <laughs> We're
3: gonna edit that part. Is this why...
1: Wow, we, it's a preamble. We start recording. It's actually a recording, oh,
3: Isaac, see. <laughs> it's, it's, we, a, it's called a recorder because it doesn't go
1: live. If we wanted to, though, we could do a new feature where we play the first 30 seconds, right, and like a cold open, and then we play our theme song and then we start the show. Kind of like Saturday Night Live does their cold open. Like I was going to say, have. we definitely yeah. already do that. <laughs> Scott doesn't
0: listen after he the
2: words. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I we like, just yeah, figure that you out. Do you listen
1: to your show? I, why would I listen to it? So that you can get better at it. I'm, I'm 47. This I'm, is I'm as good as it gets. We
0: are, we are singularly keeping the Family Matters theme song alive. That's you, right. You it's, do, it's on the iTunes top one million songs. Well, I know
1: that's our theme. I didn't know that we played the run-up to... Yeah.
0: He cuts a piece of it out, uh, the funny part. Yeah. Like Usually it. it's you. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not stupid. That's <laughs> sometimes what's
1: funny. All right. Big tasty. Big taste. I love big Tasty. <laughs> Are, Are you familiar
2: you? with Big Tasty? I'm not. Well, I like the name. <laughs> it's a rare condition this day and age good news on the newspaper page and northern tradition of the grand design
1: some people say is even harder to find well then there must be some magic clue inside hello again everybody and welcome to another edition i think it's 29 i think this is episode 29, 29. i think you are correct um of the ross family matters podcast we survived harley hellcat Ooh. Um, and we are kind of at a loss for a guest this week, so we brought The Office in. It's actually time for our annual review. Oh, my. I had one of those once. The guy wore a glove.
3: Just once?
1: <laughs> but anyway, but th- I thought that was his job. No,
3: wait a minute. Hit that line again.
1: I had one of those recently. The guy wore a glove.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had shot Scott Williams, Vic the Stick Ross, Jack Spade, and. The A office. C Riley, The Office.
2: Gentlemen, great. I wish you the Kravis of Almagaz. Oh,
0: so how we doing? Praise Krava.
1: Praise Krava.
0: You can do this in front of all of our friends. I want
1: to know too, like as you break this down, how we rate in certain what our Q rating is with certain demographics. Like I'm thinking people with 50 Hispanics? and over. <laughs> so I, I do have some bad news. Chinese people over the age of 80s. <laughs>
0: Which is a good amount. We don't have any of those. <laughs> I can
1: tell
3: you how we're doing there.
2: So as far as the review, this will probably be the last episode of the podcast. Things are not going well with the Grapple Talk Network. And
3: That's for us, not for you. <laughs> All right.
2: Fantastic. So yeah, this might be the last episode of the podcast, unless some mysterious benefactor shows up at the end of the night.
1: Well, I'm I'm disappointed by this because I spent a lot of money on on accoutrements for this show. I mean, that's a high quality drum set. Have well, you gotten that money back I've got I've got eight payments left on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this reminds me of of rebels all over again. I was ass out all this money. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully people are listening right now and will want to save this show. Because I think, just personally, I, I feel like I need to defend ourselves to you We and need your all of the Talk, listeners
2: for this episode.
1: And you and your Grapple Talk cronies need to hear this. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. Because I'm sick and tired of having a kowtow to the network. So I'm, since this could be our last show, I'm just going to let it all out.
2: Just to let it all
1: out. All right. Von Ruden. we know it's you, Von Ruden. Yeah. You know what? The Jew jokes were just for fun. So if you're holding that against us. Stop living the gimmick. Loosen those purse strings. I'll tell you something. We have brought joy to people's lives since we started. Mostly ours. (laughs) Yeah, well, mostly. And the soundboards. (laughs) And, And the people who finance this kit. I brought joy to them. I know people listen and can relate to stuff like Grease 2 and Bell Beefers and shitty wrestling. And I think that there's going to be a void if... This show doesn't get saved. I, I think it's bullshit that you said shitty wrestling and put your hand out towards me. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't mean it, but because you guys have seen more shitty wrestling than I have because you're still traveling the highways and byways of this great state. My point is, there's people out there who need to hear these stories. We still haven't gotten to the bottom of, of certain things, you know, uh, like like the whole... Like the bottom of the hat. But, for certainly, there's enough material for at least six more years, and we're going to figure out big if we have to go out and we have to uh, syndicate then, yeah, ourselves, door. if we have to ship our show around to other podcasting vehicles, we'll do it. I've hired an agent because I was kind of expecting this. What's us. his name? His name is Morty Stein, <laughs> and he is going to help us. He sounds like he's
0: good. He's very
1: good. <laughs>
2: For the record I love this baby face fire of keeping the show on the air.
1: Well we need to, but you know what I'm gonna try to stay professional even though one of the guys who's trying to shut us down is our guest whoa and I would shoot the messenger bro and I'm gonna ask you right now then just because we haven't had a chance and we may never get the chance who are you gay for brother.
2: Uh, it's still, uh, I'm still gay for it, the same guy that, uh, when you guys did the demographic for it, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I'm, no, I'm gonna you say it. get
0: the
3: fuck off Ryan Reynolds right now, you motherfucker. <laughs> hey man, I didn't get all up in, uh, Skylar Reed's business when he wanted to get up on it's
1: cause you're not, not the Vanonite. jealous type.
3: You guys were gonna high five. You were gonna high five. I'm not oh. gonna high five
0: with
1: him. Especially him. after he's trying to ruin us. So I'll get to the next question for he you in a is minute. He's so heated right I'm now. I'm going to find out what you've been got going on, which is obviously shattering people's dreams. But before we get to that, Vic, what you got been going on?
3: Well, take it easy. You're going to pop a blood vessel. Uh, Friday night was uh, River City Championship Wrestling uh, with uh, Chris Black th- successfully defending his title against Thurman Sparky Plug. A.K.A. Hardcore Holly. Oh,
1: he held on, huh? He did. Does it,
2: that deserve applause from someone? Oh. Uh, and then Saturday, we stopped at Butterfest in lovely Sparta, Wisconsin,
1: where we saw a fantastic display of poverty and bullshit. <laughs> and that was just the wrestling show. Was it by Fort McCoy? Kind of, actually. Oh, so, yeah, a little bit. Right. A Sparta. Little bit.
2: I think like if you go on the exit for Sparta, you go left. It's Sparta on the right. And that's Fort McCoy.
3: Okay. So uh, yeah. So that was that was our big weekend. Uh, I did have a five dollar snow cone while I was there.
1: It better have been lined with fucking alizé. It
3: wasn't, but it came in a flower pot. Oh
1: great. <laughs> Let me ask you this: since we're since you know what, I'm just I'm, the fucking gloves are off. We're gonna shoot. I heard there was some great refereeing in that match.
3: There was no referee. There, there, there was no referee. No, no. He's talking about the hardcore. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, it it was
0: it was off the chain, yeah. so to speak. But uh, at the uh, at the New Age Wrestling show at Butterfest. Yes. In lovely Sparta.
1: By the way, was it called Butterfest because of the way the women looked?
0: There was a cow milking competition. I that bet there was. was. Uh, so,
1: we, so back to the women we are talking about. <laughs> uh, there
0: was no referee. They didn't think to book a referee. Uh, there was a 10-year-old girl doing ring announcing. There was... A, oh, so Taylor. There, <laughs> there was a DJ behind us playing music throughout the entire show. And talking. And talking about Butterfest.
1: But that DJ was not... The guy playing the music for the show. Which
0: they couldn't get the entrance music correct for anyone.
3: But they had it all. You, how many times, over under, would you like to guess I heard the song I Wanna Rock by Twisted Sister yesterday at that show? Three and a half. Six. Okay. Six fucking times.
1: Yikes. Was that six entrances? I days? haven't heard I Wanna Rock
3: by Twisted Sister that many times
1: since 1984. I was going to say, since Friday Night Video. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, so the DJ couldn't get the music... Going. You know what? The DJ was also the 10-year-old
0: girl who was the ring announcer, and she couldn't grab the music and do the ring announcing at the same time. <sighs> so what she would do would be like, coming to the ring, and then like uh, Ace Spade's brother, Paul... Spade? Paul Spade. Yeah. Um, not No relation, by the way. Uh, would She would screw up the name. So she'd be like, we'll use Rock Solid Ross. Okay. She was like... Rock solid Joe! And he would go, F- it's fucking Ross. And she would go, rock, Ross! Rock I'm solid Ross! I'll tell you what the problem and was. And then she would move back to the
3: computer. Because we saw it. Uh-huh. Instead of taking paper and finding out what everybody's name was and writing it down and writing she could read, everybody came over and wrote their own shit down.
0: And handed it
3: to her. So it was like, uh,
1: real tall Brian... <laughs> okay. You know what? I've,
0: Johnson? I,
1: I've had enough of these fucking shit-ass promoters. Whoa. I've okay? had enough of it. You know, you may think that referees, ring announcers, and DJs aren't important to your show, and then I give you Exhibit A, which was Butterfest. Amen. And I guarantee you that it doesn't matter how hard those guys may have worked and how many five-star matches there were, which I heard there were none, but not that, that's, not the, that's beside the point. Nobody would have remembered, because they would have remembered the 10-year-old girl who couldn't read.
0: (laughs) That's true. And the, the ring was in the corner of the tent. So the tent was coming down to the wall. It was against the tent wall. So there's one corner where, if you walked into the corner, you could touch the top of the tent. Yes. Like, just by lifting your arm up.
1: Oh.
3: So, also, they had a battle royal. But because of where the ring was situated... You could only be eliminated on two sides of the ring for the battle royal.
1: Nice. You know what I would have done? Just because, especially not book me for this now. Make <laughs> Butterfest two today, cause I'm fired up. I throw people into the fucking tent.
0: <laughs> but uh, the the ring ropes, the bottom rope completely slacked. Oh my there goodness. There was no tightening to the bottom rope whatsoever. You could see the threads on the. On the, on, the, on the grommet or whatever, yes. that were completely... You could see through it, because mm-hmm. they hadn't tightened
3: it at all. They couldn't. Friday night, uh, at the end of the Aaron sacrifice, Chase McCoy...
1: By the way, does Rick he come me. out to my sacrifice yet? Sure. He better. He does. Well, that's fucking stupid.
3: Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I'm pretty sure he came out to... Wait for it. I want to rock But but anyway, at the end of that match, Aesop Mitchell came out and applied handcuffs to Chase McCoy, and then he cashed in his, whatever the gimmick is, the the gold rush, right? Gold rush, yeah. Yeah. And he won the title from Aaron sacrifice. In the meantime, Chase McCoy was feverishly trying to undo the turnbuckle. If that finish would have been booked on Saturday, he'd have been out in 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, gotcha.
3: All right,
0: I'm out.
1: So let me ask you this. Let me just play this out for you. Let's look ahead to like I don't know, March of 2019. And there's a flyer up for a reputable wrestling show. Perhaps River City, who does great work. And there's some family there that's had a quick trip. And the only independent wrestling show they've ever been to was Butterfest. Mm. And they're looking at this flyer like, hey, there's wrestling in lacrosse. It's going to be shitty. Look at the last show we went to that wasn't the WWE. Yep. Well...
0: I can tell you there's going to be no more wrestling at Butterfest Yes. because they did a no-disqualification street fight and knocked down every one of the festival's garbage cans Great. in the tent and then used them as weapons and dumped the garbage on the ground.
3: Almost killed two small boys. Oh, nice. Okay? And then we watched the old people running the beer tent feverishly texting.
0: Oh. If you've never seen somebody over the age of 70 texting quickly...
1: So they're still sending the message.
2: <laughs> New Age wrestling killing a town near you
1: Yeah so now I guess it's safe to say that the wrestling wasn't the highlight, so it must have been you guys must have stuck around for the churn off right The churn AO yeah
0: very, very strong forearms on the women in Sparta. That, Uh That's a butter joke <laughs> It is
2: <laughs> So let me ask you this, so you've gone to see really bad wrestling in Ohio? Yes, yes. in oh, Tennessee Oh yeah uh-huh. And now Wisconsin. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Well, we've seen a lot well, of yeah, really bad wrestling in
3: Wisconsin. No, what? Really,
2: really, really bad wrestling in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah
3: we've so yeah. been on that, too. What,
2: uh, Are what's go, the ranking?
3: Tennessee still ranks number one, and it's not even fucking close.
2: Tennessee was worse than yesterday.
3: Let me, let well, me,
1: REWF was probably worse than yesterday, if,
3: to be fair. If every guy on that show yesterday had, like, a cane... Or a motorized scooter to get around. Which the only s- person with a cane was Ace Spades. They brother. still would have had a better show than what we saw in Tennessee. Well.
2: Fair which that? by
0: the way, we are working feverishly to get books in yes. Tennessee. Yes. 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 And we are, I will come
1: out of retirement for uh, that.
0: And we are not telling them about this show when we feverishly get there. Is it
1: safe to say that if I could, if I were still as mobile in the ring as I was two years ago, I would be top of the card in Tennessee? Let me tell you something.
3: If your doctor called you into the hospital tomorrow and cut your left leg off...
1: Which could happen with my
3: penis. You could still do better <laughs> okay. than what we saw in Tennessee. All right. I'm going to work
0: down there as Reggie Loud and mobile. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so...
2: That was sick. Is this a is
1: this a piggyback what you've been got going on, Jack Spade? Or well what I've been got going on.
0: I was at the same terrible show, right? But uh, I got the Ross Family Reunion barbecue. Yeah obviously that we're yes. gonna bring up August twelfth. Got yeah. the date for sure. Oh, yeah. Circle
1: your calendars.
0: Uh, the address is on the Facebook event page. Anybody who listens to the show and is a fan, is welcome to come. You have to bring your own food, bring your own drink. We're going to do a very special recorded version of the show that day. A lot of
1: quick hit. And part of the reason we are having you bring your own food, uh, I understand you invited Kayla (laughs) O'Neal. I did not.
0: But somebody needs to uh, invite Hazel in our trail, so. I don't suggest it. And Robert. Oh,
3: yes, yes. Uh, we need to invite Robert, and then he and I need to go to a tall building with staircase. Because <laughs> he's finally paying up on the thing that he's, happened at the WIFSO he, show he, six years he's ago. He's finally 18, and I can finally throw that little piece of shit down a flight of stairs like I promised I would. Oh, my. Um, okay, so. um. Hang on a second. Yeah. I know why you're so fired up at the office. Yeah. But it's not just the office, it's our listeners and they're slacking on the likes on the Facebook and the Twitter. Well, or,
0: maybe they have we, or maybe they're not slacking, but we've capped out.
1: Shut I up. I don't need that. We need So we need to get to 100 likes on Facebook. We're at, what, 88? 88. 88. And on the TWAP machine, we need... It's not the TWAP machine. <laughs> Twitter, twatter, <laughs> whatever it is.
3: No, she's working ICW later. <laughs> okay. The twop, machine. <laughs> yeah, ye.
1: We're doing pretty hard today. Where are we at Twitter? 77. Okay. 88 and
0: 77. Alright, well, we need to get that fixed. We want to give you guys something special. I want to give you things.
1: <laughs> not that! <laughs> we said special.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not special.
1: Alright. So, now I turn to my draconian guest, yes. who has done draconian. everything to squash our hopes and dreams, and is clearly part of the Illuminati. <laughs> what you been got going on?
2: Well, uh, yesterday in Pontiac, I got to tag with Cowboy Bob Orton. Wow. So that was uh, pretty exciting. Um, But.
1: Yes. No, that's Buckhouse (laughs) Buck. But
2: after the show, we uh, we got to the hotel, uh, myself and Maru. We're gonna turn it in just because uh, we had to get up early, so really no need to go out and hit the bars and hang out till two p.m. and you everything. You,
1: so you didn't indulge in adult beverages and be we indulge Konyak?
2: in we indulge in adult beverages, but not in cognac. Cognac? Um, cognac?
1: Cognac
2: Kanyeac? Kanye West? Yak. I don't know. Yak.
0: that's how you say it if you're in the rap business. Yeah.
2: So. We uh we get Doing to the we get to the hotel, and uh, Maru over here is trying to play Hearthstone on his iPad, which is a card game. Okay. Um, but he's he's not able to. It's not letting him update the app. Okay. Um, which if you know iTunes at all, if it won't let you update a free app, it probably means that there's some purchase that's being hung up on your card. Okay. So he's trying. He's trying. He's trying he eventually hands me his iPad hey can you put your payment information to my to my account mm-hmm. so then it can reset this happens all the time when i was with stephanie it was it, there shouldn't be anything charged on it it just maybe it doesn't like my card so i give it a shot i see that there's a pay, paypal option on itunes so i decide to go to hit paypal cuz i know that it will whatever it'll it'll be good to go so the second that my information is confirmed, and I say confirm, I get a notification on my Facebook. How much? You just paid $41.77 to iTunes.
3: Whoa. Wow.
2: So then I...
0: Yeah.
2: I, I list... I list...
0: I... That's why, that's why the Grapple Talk Network is out of business. Yeah, right. Misappropriation of funds. <laughs> oh, no. It gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it gets better. So
2: I tell him how much I just paid to iTunes and he's dumb shock. What what that what what did I pay for? Did, did my did my kids charge my account? Or I'm gonna beat their ass if that's the case. So I go into I go into the, the purchase history and everything. Top of the list forty one dollars for Porn. Huh? Porn? for an upgrade to Plenty of Fish, which is a dating app, if you don't know.
3: I'm hitting it. Here it comes.
1: (laughs) See? Now, that's a great combo. Here's the thing. I thought for sure the story was going to go hey, can you put this in so I can get my iTunes to work, and you would have just made his next payment to new Mail medical <laughs> clinic. But this works as well.
2: Although I, I will say that uh, when I was scrolling to see if it was anything else, I also noticed at the bottom he had paid $112 to Tinder Gold.
1: Gold? Because uh, suppo- supposedly
2: he's getting so much action when in reality, he's just getting text messages of, hey, baby, I want to have some discreet but, mingling. But
0: okay. What, what, is the, what are the benefits yeah, what's gold of about? Tinder Gold?
2: I don't know. You'd have to ask some
1: nuts over here. I, I, I would hope that if Mr. I... Mr. I'm getting so much ass, but I've ha- I haven't had sex in seven months. I'm hoping that Tinder Gold, because you're paying an extra fee, has some device that hooks up with your phone where that when you swipe left, it gives you a handy. Because otherwise, what are you paying?
3: Is anyone besides me not surprised it was? It's not FarmersOnly.com.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not shocked at all. Yep. So uh, we're gonna be figuring out that uh, that repayment option here after the podcast is over.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry, I got lost in Bunkhouse Buck. Oh, yeah,
2: until, uh, until we get that uh, repayment figured out, I'm just going to keep giving shit about it.
0: All right. All right. Well, when did Bunkhouse Buck get in a War Games match?
3: 1994.
1: For yeah. real? Yeah. Yeah. Look, every great wrestler has been in War Games. Why is this <laughs> so hard to figure also out? Bunkhouse Buck.
2: <laughs> well, he's fired up. <laughs> he's already fired up. You don't need to be talking shit about so, Bunkhouse Bunk. He's
3: so fired up he's become Bunkhouse Bunk's horse. We got one of those out here? A no horse, no no, horse? No horse.
1: Aw, oh, damn. That's an expansion pack. We'll be a able, to a <laughs> able to afford.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is the closest what? thing we have to a horse? Yes. He's you want nuts. me to explain it? Sure. Terry Funk got kicked in the head by a horse. And then that's what he saw over his head like in a cartoon. <laughs> All huh? right.
1: Got it. Well, I uh, guess you're our um, you are our guest, not a very welcome guest today with the bad news you're bringing. Oh my! But we're gonna stick to tradition because we're fucking professionals, <laughs> all right? And you get to pick the topic.
0: Wow, really got in there aggressively and quickly. <laughs> and he's keeping an eye on you, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so mad he had to walk away. Top five managers.
0: Oh, okay. I say.
1: All-time?
2: It just says top five managers.
1: Okay. All right.
2: So I guess however you want to put that down.
1: Obviously, I'm going to start with Bobby the Great Heenan. Yeah. Because he was one. the best, and if it's not an unpopular opinion, Michigan boy. So if you want to fight me, like they almost here. fight me, come fight me!
3: <laughs> what are you talking to right now?
1: Bobby Heenan, oh. number one.
3: Uh yeah, I would have a hard time arguing that Bobby Heenan is absolutely,
1: absolutely number one. And I think that's from there is where it can, we can have some debate. I
3: don't think we can. Um, I think
1: yeah. I would put number two, um, probably Jim Cornette. Yes. Yeah, That's
0: where I was going. Yes.
1: Uh, from there, now it gets a little dicier. Ooh, Paul Jones. Uh, uh no, he's not gonna is, crack the top one hundred. Paul Jones is eight hundred and thirty-six. Yes. Right. Jameson. Definitely
3: 835. 835. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take that, Paul Jones. Teddy Long. Uh, I didn't dislike Teddy Long, but he's not a top
1: five. He only, I mean, other than Doom, who did he manage? Uh, Hardware H- Bobby Walker. Walker. Like I said, other than Doom. Jim Powers. Ugh.
3: Norman okay. the Lunatic.
1: So he's out. Miss <laughs> um, Hyatt. <laughs> out. We him.
3: Let me ask move.
1: you if this counts as number three and I know he was a wrestler Eddie Gilbert I am gonna have to say no it does not he wrestled more than he managed but when he got into more of a managerial role he was wrestling very infrequently when he like for example when he was managing uh, the Blade Runners Rick Steiner he wasn't doing a lot of wrestling himself If
3: you would like to include Eddie Gilbert, I will allow it, but it is not going to work for
0: me. I know you're going to, somebody's going to throw Gary Hart at you're me.
3: You're fucking ain't right, I'm coming with Gary Hart.
0: Don't do that.
1: I could see him being five or six. I mean, I I have a hard time shitting on him. I don't know if he's top five, five, but Gary he's top Are you going to put Gary Hart 10.
3: above Jimmy Hart? I Yes, sir, I am. Eh. Yes, sir, I am.
1: Okay, so you bring up Jimmy Hart. Gary,
3: Gary Hart didn't have to carry Hulk Hogan's weed to get booked, motherfucker.
1: So let me throw three names out there. Jimmy Hart, Polly Dangerously, Gary Hart, rank them in those three, one through three.
0: Well, you got to put Paul, Paulie dangerously above all of them because he's still mm. active right now. Right. He that, well, why? He's, he's the ol', he's literally like the only manager.
1: Right, in the but that's right Because by attrition you're all that's left doesn't mean you deserve
3: a spot. Right. This isn't a fucking first-grade softball tournament where everybody gets a fucking trophy. Okay. All right. I, I like All right. I think Paul Aiman can cut a hell of a
1: promo. I think he can cut a hell of a promo. The fact that he's had to be put in position as Okay, here's what I think. What I think, manager, you have to be able to be good on the mic, yep. and you have to be able to interject yourself in the match when needed. He's managing Lesnar. He doesn't, doesn't do it right.
0: Right. Except for occasionally take the heat
1: for Lesnar when he doesn't show up.
2: Right. What about back when he in WCW with the giant foam? He
1: was better then. Yes. He was. Yes. That that I'll give you that part. But right now, all he's there for is to cut a promo. And again, the only reason Lesnar needs a manager is because Lesnar's never there. So right. to keep him relevant, you send out Heyman to cut the promo.
2: Speaking of that, did you guys see the uh, the Father's Day sale that WB Shop is doing? No. So they, they, they're they doing the Father's Day uh, deals that you can get some discounts on some uh, WB merch. And somebody commented saying that that Universal title would be great because his dad's never around either.
1: Ayo. How about this? I'm going to throw some names out, and then we're going to compile a top five. I'm just going to throw some names out. You, you can give me your, your thoughts. Scandar Akbar.
3: Uh, he was, he got good heat down in
1: Texas. Yes, he did.
3: I'm not saying,
1: I, for me, he's not top five. Fair enough. But you didn't think he was terrible? No. You thought he was good? No,
3: I did. I absolutely thought he was good at what he was doing there.
1: Yeah, I'm t- I'll give you my number three guy, because I already gave you Cornett is two, Heenan one. James J. Dillon, your thoughts. Oh, dry Real dry. Okay. That's
0: his podcast. But he he was dry when he cut promos too. But well, he didn't
3: have to be the over the top guy. Know, he had flair. He had Tully Blank. Right. He had, totally right. had Arn
1: Anderson, and I liked that his style was different because he wasn't running around and he'd have to. He'd be the more you know. He'd have to take his glasses off, kind of observe the match when he needed to he take that shoe, shoe off. Right. Yeah. He was always where he needed to be. He always got over. Uh, the spots he was trying to, to, to get over. And he could bump when he needed Hit him to. Absolutely. Too. So I like Dylan. I,
3: I like James J. Dillon. My number three is going to be Gary Hart. Fair enough. Plain and simple. Sonny. Sonny Hart? No, Sonny. Sonny, Sonny Ono? Sonny. Just Sonny. Sonny. Tell me what she ever accomplished as a manager besides looking hot in a bad multiple tag team champs uh,
1: so she I'll tell
2: you what other by team that I mean a tag team would win the belt okay. and then she would just go when
1: I play. was young and virile I certainly found a reason during a, a, a wrestling match on TV to rub one out so that's that's what was nice about Sonny. other than that she didn't do a,
0: but name a name a better female manager
1: of all time
0: Precious. I yeah
3: did Precious cut promos the same level as shot? She stuff? didn't have to. You know what she was there for? I mean. To spray fucking hairspray mm-hmm. on Jimmy Garvin's That's hair. a ballet.
1: Uh, Baby Doll?
3: Okay. Baby Doll looked like a foot. <laughs> I,
1: didn't I didn't ask you know, what she, it looked she, like! Let's
3: take that back. Baby Doll didn't look like a foot. Baby Doll looked like two feet that got mushed together. In a she car was act.
1: Dusty's perfect pen!
0: The argument you could make would be Miss Elizabeth's.
1: Mm, Right. No. Who was also? The argument I can make
3: is sensational. Sherry. Sherry.
1: Yes. Yes. Better than. Thank you. I'll give you another one. Better than Sunny. Okay. Medusa. Yes.
0: Medusa, I would put as a worker though.
1: Yeah, not when she was running, helping run, co-running the Dangerous Alliance.
3: And didn't she manage Kurt hang when he was champ too in the AWA?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Medusa was really good. People forget about her.
0: Eddie Gilbert didn't forget
3: about it. No. P- put Tony one in Schwab. her. Yeah. Hey,
2: <laughs> You guys uh, put Brother Love in that bit at all? No. no not for ever. That, not not ever.
1: What, yeah. about, what about Paul Bearer slash Percy Personal. Pringle? Pringle third.
0: When you add in the Percy Pringle stuff, I think for sure. sure. The Paul Bearer thing is. i eh, I look, The heel Paul Bearer. When they did the when turn. The Mankind King. Yes. Heel, yeah. That. Yes, I I would say that... that I actually did.
2: watched SummerSlam S- not too long ago uh, with the Buried Alive, or no, the boil, Boiler Room match. Yep. And I remember that turn uh, where he just beats uh, Taker and helps out Mankind. That was solid. was solid. They hit some
3: with the urn? No, Manager yeah. got better color than Percy Pringle. Oh, my God, I saw him almost bleed to death on a TNA yeah. paper yeah.
1: What about Mr.
3: Fuji? No, thank oh, you. Oh, God. No, thank <laughs> you. Not not no, not feeling
0: okay. like that No.
1: Okay. Um. So Fred Blassie? Yeah. Maybe I, when when I started watching Fred Blassie, he was old and couldn't really do a whole lot. Okay. So maybe at one point he could have been there, but I don't have enough reference to. Agreed. Say yes or no.
3: And going back to your point, Alex, about
1: Captain Lou, I don't get it. Yeah.
3: I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, sure. from,
1: a, from a total, from a decoration standpoint, he man with the amount of tag team champion, if you were just looking at that, which obviously records don't matter because we know wrestling's a, a, a work, yes, but yeah, he didn't do a lot in the matches where he was managing. People. Well, not
3: only that, but his promos were so fucking redundant, man. He'd scream. Yeah. He'd tell you the line about the... If you took a parakeet and put a dehydrated BB into his brain, it would fly
1: backwards. Mm-hmm. I mean. and, and I'll tell you this. this I will say this about Vince Sr. He was extremely loyal. Indeed. And Lou Albano is a case in point, sure, in that. Like, extremely loyal to the guys who worked for him. So, um... So, just a couple more out there before we compile our final, final, final list. Um, I don't know how you feel about Slick.
3: I was always entertained by Slick. Like, I'd find myself laughing at his comedy shit, especially the whole, after a squash, he'd sing, turn out the lights, the party's over. Yeah. That always got over with me, but I can't put him top five.
1: Let me tell you who one of the worst managers is, and you can tell me I'm wrong, and you can disagree with me, uh, there's a couple of them other than Paul Jones. Um, one of them is uh, John Tolos, the coach. The coach was a bad gimmick. Any, th- what, what was your thoughts on on the coach? That's my thoughts. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, anybody else who stu- who who kind of hurt like so in the case of the coach, in the case of Paul Jones, it actually worked opposite of what they were supposed to do, right? right. I feel like it, it it made me dislike, and not dislike, like, heel heat dislike, but dislike the guys they were managing. Like, I don't care about them, right? Is there anybody else that kind of stands out as, that did that for you when you were watching? Are there any other managers that you just were like, mm-hmm. I, I don't Frenchie Martin. You. Ugh, yeah. was pretty bad. No. I There's, uh,
0: there has to be somebody, but Nothing that, in-
1: but you've forgotten about them. That's probably a good thing. Right. Most of the time, like the managers that annoy me are the ones that you don't even notice that are there. Right. Like
0: that, there's no purpose for them to be out there other than they're fucking somebody or they know somebody. Well, that happens
1: a like, lot on the indie circuit.
0: That happens a lot everywhere.
1: Yeah. Right. It's assume. like, why are you even out there?
0: Like you know? in that late '90s period where all the strippers were coming into wrestling. Oh, all, all the, the porn, ECW and, shit, yeah.
1: right? Yep. Like Francine and uh, um. Tommy Dreamer's wife. you um, look yeah. It, like... They don't need to be there. No.
0: Leia, Kimono, uh, Kimona, Le, Kimona want to Leia?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then all uh, the shit that WCW put out there, Major Gun, Ga- or the Steiner chick, uh, what was her name? Adasia. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Like, why? So, let me ask you this, and I know she was an in-ring performer, but she didn't start out this way. What about China? As a manager? Yes. When she was... I mean, she was When different. she put the man in manager. She, <laughs> she
0: was different. Uh, when she came out and she did the whole thing with uh, uh,
1: Marlena mm-hmm. and shook her around like a rag, rag doll,
0: that was pretty fucking impressive,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What okay. about Alexander York?
3: Ooh, with, later became... With a stable like Thomas Rich and Richard Morton, mm-hmm. how could I not get behind it? Right, mind? and
1: Mike Wall Street. Right, how can you not? Terence Taylor. All right, so my top five, and then you guys go from well, here.
0: we could probably agree on one here, I think. We're Bobby Cor- is one. Yep, we, yep. I agree that Cornette should Cornette's be two.
1: Cornette's two. J.J. Yep. Um, Dillon's my three.
0: I would say Gary Hart. So we got to kind of put, so if it's going to be on me, I'm probably going to have to put J.J. Dillon
1: over Gary Hart. Well, but you could. You might think somebody else. You might like Jimmy Hart better, right? You might like Polly Dangerous a bit. You don't have, I mean... That would for me
2: that's dangerously, I would say. Okay.
0: I would say Paul Heyman would be three for me. Okay.
1: Alright. right. Well, you're both incredibly wrong. But um
2: four. But I'll 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 put it in the filter of like WCW, ECW. like Fair when enough. when he still had the phone gimmick because when he's doing the promos and he was, he the yeah, giant and block he was and then he was it as a weapon and the like mic. that. Yeah. Like and early was, early Paul was great. And like, and I'll, I'll agree with what you said was that nowadays he's just a he's just a mouthpiece.
0: And I'll put in this filter: after one and two, the drop off is so far between yes. one and two and the rest of them sure. that it really it's kind of a puddle underneath. By it. the way,
1: Harley Race was the shits as a manager. Just saying. Yeah. Um,
3: Take the money.
1: Uh, <laughs> number four for me. I'm gonna put Sherry Martel there because I think she was the best female manager okay. of all time. Absolutely. And number five is Victor Stick Ross. Oh come
0: on. Ah. Not, Look, with, listen, not with Ms. Hatred out there,
1: now. L- Listen, here's the thing. I've been around the local scene here for 20-plus years now, um, watching it, being part of it. And the two local managers that I thought, the only two that I thought were any good, not counting Angel Armani because he's still an active wrestler is sort of. right, was Carmine and you. So, okay. I seriously, the other ones... Did it look like uh, many times looked like they didn't belong out there.
0: Yep, yeah. but people are going to argue with you uh, uh, about JP being. <laughs>
1: yeah, over I, I, I okay. J- and they would have a. They would have a good. Argument. I won't put sure. JP over Vic, but I didn't mean to to exclude him. He, uh, yes, sorry, but yes, but, JP also very good. But
0: here's he's, what I would say about JP. JP is over him probably because of the quality of people.
3: <laughs> well, well, that's why I should be better because right. I've been. Because he's, had a, wrap
1: he's had a harder time. time. And making it look like <laughs> Exactly, filet exactly. I love JP, but he got to work with the Beer City Bruiser. It's not that hard to put that guy over. Right. Vic had, had to try to put <laughs> me over. I had to carry fucking Maru for a year. Yeah. And when I left, he was the hottest thing smoking. Right. Now that's a little bit harder to do, right?
0: That's a lot harder
1: to do. I mean, Carmine was great, but he got to work with Skull Crusher, who's fucking amazing.
2: That's true. It's really hard to make filet mignon out of bro kill.
1: That's right. Yeah. And the other thing I said about J.P., and, and I've I, I said this to him, as far as all-around overall, I think there's nobody better because he's shown he can referee and yep. be very good. He's shown he can manage and be very good. He's a more than capable ring announcer. And if you use him in a right way, he can not completely look terrible in a ring. like yep. Right? So that's a pretty good – He's a four, if this were baseball, he's a four-tool player. Right? I, just, I just have one complaint about J.P. That he looks like he's 70? No. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Ditch the fucking Zubaz. It's not 95 anymore. You know
1: like, damn you're it. Just feeding. You know that's just going to make him wear it more. And like, you're just feeding into this.
0: And I'll tell you this. If, uh, if Nick Ragnar can find the, the vicious streak somewhere inside of him and bring that into his character at some point, yeah. he'll probably be better than both
1: yeah, all right. I can see that. Yeah. Whatever. Um, all right. So like he's associated with the office right now. So by, by, by I uh, mean,
0: yeah. He's putting us out of business. By association, out on yeah. Ass fuck right that so
2: much. Eat. at this time. Actually, JP's one of the first uh, managers I I got to see do a face run. I've never seen a manager do a face gimmick, and it, I for obviously. The indie scene, yeah. or in general. I mean, it was it was super easy for him because he was managing, uh, you know, uh, Matt and Brandon. So all he had to do was have the beer in his hand and get people really sure, excited. Sure. But that was one of the first times I saw that somebody could be a face and have a manager. And that's where I get to see, okay, that's the personal cheerleader. I also think you Vic guys Ross are awesome.
0: was a face for a minute.
2: Yeah.
0: I think I you're also...
2: I wasn't there for that minute.
1: Literally a minute. You're also you forgetting... You time it as such. Oh, boy. You're also forgetting kimchi. Oh. Yeah, so.
0: kimchi... Number one.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, number Paul one. Jones says he's number one.
3: For me, four would be Jimmy Hart, and then five would be Sherry.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, and Jimmy Hart uh, is right below you. Yeah, it's... so I'm going to go
0: with Heenan, Cornette, yeah. Pauly Dangerously. Okay. I'm going to agree with the Sherry thing,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I'm going to throw Jimmy Hart at five. You okay. forgot Gary Hart. But
1: I don't think No, no, J-
0: he's down like seven, eight, eight, ten.
1: What about 30. Saul if, But <laughs> Do you remember Saul
0: <laughs> That's a different kind of manager. Oh. But if, if Gary Hart were alive, number one, because he'd stab me to death.
3: That's right. That's
0: right. Oh, he, That's he, he, the
1: missing link. <laughs> if, if you're going, if you're ranking a one through five as which manager could legitimately fucking kill you, Gary Hart's Gary number Gary one. Gary Hart is number yeah, one. There's, yeah, there isn't really nobody who comes close. Possibly
0: you know. in the mob, yeah. Gary Hart. Yeah, that should have been his gimmick.
1: <laughs> possibly in the mob.
0: That's a new gimmick. If somebody wants to steal that, your new gimmick can be possibly in the mob. Yeah, or or if
1: you, you know, uh, maybe he's maybe made. <laughs> yeah, maybe, Gary Hart.
0: Maybe maybe made Michael Giancarlo. That'll <laughs> hey, are you in the mob? What's the mob? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
1: top five.
2: Uh, I think I'll I'll say Heenan for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Cornette, dangerously. I can agree with Martell, mm-hmm. and then number five, we'll throw in there again. Oh, well, you're,
3: coming, you're coming back around. Yeah, he's so good. He
2: made
1: it he's twice. He's so good. He made it twice. He's so
0: good. He demanded to be underneath Sherry.
1: I think the other thing you're forgetting, though, is you're forgetting Hillbilly Jim's run as a manager.
3: I'm not forgetting it. Also, honorable mention goes out to our friend of the show, Chaz Moretti. Mm.
2: Well, I can expect a voicemail
1: in a few weeks. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we was friends over here. All right, well, let's stay relevant and let's pick the next uh, topical. Top I like it. Yeah. Get in there. Really
3: feel it out. How about that? We actually started with a wrestling like, question.
1: As opposed to, we must who be... remembers the bell Beaver? Yeah, you know.
2: No, that's this one, I'm sure.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. This is a. Uh... I don't know what that word is. Can you help me with that word? Uh, Terrible early 2000s. 2000s. Terrible early 2000s gimmick, and wrestlers still using them. Before we get into terrible, I'm going to go one that wasn't terrible, but people still using it. Okay? There was only one guy who could have pulled off the Stone Cold Steve Austin rattlesnake gimmick. Yet, during the early 2000s, every fucking indie show had three guys that wanted to be Steve Austin. Yep. And they went out and they flipped people off and they no sold the shit out of everything. And they were tweeners and they beat up people who tried to help them. And they thought they were doing it better than the original. And they clearly weren't. And the crowd did this. Followed by. <laughs> The thing uh-huh. is, though, oh, there yeah. aren't a lot of, I, I think the really bad gimmicks of the early 2000s, uh, unless I'm missing one, that's why you guys being the brain trust can help me through this, I think those gimmicks died out because they were terrible, right? I mean, Yeah, for the most part.
3: Well, I brought
0: up two yesterday on our drive that I didn't understand, and these are really, to me, early 2000s things that I thought were should be dead or aren't dead but we saw two evidence, or, or we talked about two versions of evidence for Number one is, like, ultra-deathmatch wrestling. Okay. Why is that still a thing?
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: What, okay, who, yeah. Who wants to watch that? I. It's never good. No. To me, it's It's not never not enjoyable. Like yeah. It's a side show. Right. There's no... There is a place in wrestling for hardcore matches. Yes. There's a place that... blow a, off a a blow story, off when yes. When you have your blow-off jacket on. Right? Yeah. Uh and then the second thing is everybody on an indie show coming out to a rage against the machine song.
1: Oh that still happens?
0: That happened yesterday. We talked it, it, it,
1: Oh. Okay, it, it, it. I I thought of one that, that still happens and you guys can help me uh, So the faces came out to we're not gonna take it and the
0: heels came out to Rage
2: Against the, the Machine? Yeah. Bulldog Parade.
1: You don't <laughs>
0: Had a, they actually had an iPod shuffle and they got whatever song came up next, but there were only five songs. I, I hope one of them was never going to give you up.
2: So For the record,
0: really
3: never gonna quick. Never going to give, never going to give. Never going to give you so up.
2: Last, last night at the, the Pontiac show, uh, Kid did a uh, Royal Rumble style Battle Royal so then everybody would come out after a minute. And basically, he did that just so he could put on a repeat Headstrong by Trapped. So he'd play it, fade it out, after a minute, pull, bring it up, let him come out, fade it down, and then all he could all he could think of was, you know, everybody out there is thinking, "Oh, well, they they really like that song, Trap. and for and everybody in the back, they're just gonna be laughing their ass You out. know what?
1: Here's so he, what I think: in most cases, the overplaying of Headstrong by Trapped is uh, punishable by fucking death. <laughs> and I think I figured out why Kid Riot removed you from Facebook.
3: Yeah. So wait. The show yesterday was in Pontiac? Yes. Well, I misunderstood your message this morning. I thought you said you slept in a Pontiac. <laughs> Thanks, guy. A
0: Pontiac, by the way, which is where Livewire lives now.
1: Oh! oh! oh hello! Okay, so I got one then, since we're talking about this, because um, it still happens. And probably at least 50% of the indie shows out there, um, the heel authority figure. That's, that's so fine. So yeah. done with it. So done.
3: Did you have some ether, Bugs
1: buddy? <laughs> 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 a few
0: authority figure needs to go away, but yesterday we saw something that never should have existed on this terrible wrestling show, and that is a wrestler booking themselves into a vacant title match. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah,
1: that's the thing that happened. Well, here's, here's my thought. I talked I think I talked to both of you guys about this if I were ever doing wrestling promoting again which if I have a lobotomy I might but um I want to do a authority figure that's not a heel not a face like Jack Tunney both personality and I actually want him when he comes out to make an announcement to come out from behind a curtain and symbolically never step in the ring cuz he's not a wrestler and sometimes rule in favor of a face sometimes rule in favor of a heel and just say you know what everything I do I just do to put on the best show for you fans Good night, everybody and get the fuck to the back and not interject yourself in the main event not cut five promos a night just come out and set up the show for about eh, 90 to 120 seconds and be done with it is that so hard
2: apparently you know
1: who does that you know who's very good at that ACW Josh Weimer will come in he'll make a ruling He's neither a heel or a face. although he's probably more face, and he goes back, and you don't see him the rest of the night because yep. the show's not about him. That's so refreshing. We need more of that.
2: Yeah, I think Weimer literally will set up something for the next show, Yeah. and that's it.
0: Yeah. What happened? What happened in wrestling before 1997 when heel authority figures
2: became?
1: You had Jack Tunney.
0: How did? How did? How did matches
1: and? In- Companies
0: run. I'll tell you how it
1: ran, because we'd go to indie shows. There would be, somebody would read something from the uh, championship committee.
3: From yeah. the desk of-
1: Yeah, and it was a nameless, faceless committee that would set a rule or make a recommendation or put a title match on, and
3: that was it. There was nothing else. Let me ask you this question. I know it's not 2000s, because it was dead 10 years prior to that. How many times do you remember in your life watching AWA
1: wrestling, did you see Stanley Blackburn? Um, how many times did I see him? See him. No, we, I would see Wally Carbo. Right. And he was the promoter who was relaying a message from Stanley Correct. Blackburn. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's how they got it done back then. You didn't have to have some nebulous evildoer, ne'er-do-well, who, a totalitarian who wants to crush people's dreams and hopes like Alex Riley.
0: Well, no, that's um, Alex Riley's shoot life. Yeah. He's not a heel authority figure. He's just our fucking shitty boss.
1: Yeah. What are you, are you going to evict their landlord, too?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is technically... Put all their house. kids I mean, out in the they street. They came up and drank all our coffee and yeah. ate all our
3: donuts. Why
2: don't you kick my no, dog out of are That was asshole over here. By that, I mean Murray. Who still owes me money. Are
3: we having it? Yeah. No,
1: it's your turn. Yeah, less of any other Uh characters.
2: Honorable mention I want to give to Leonard Literacy... Um, because I remember when I wrestled him in my first year, he was the most electrifying man, Scotty Johnson.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So he was the rock, but better. Sure. Um, can I ask you this? Did, did Leonard Literacy ever wrestle Victor Valedictorian?
3: I'm going to need you to stand straight up! Hush that up now. <laughs> you hush hey, that up now. Hey,
0: you know why I'm the best? Because everybody else here is fake and I'm real. Wrestling is fake, but everything you're about to see me do is absolutely real.
3: I think we're all going to enjoy this stray away from wrestling for just a moment. Okay. So we can answer the long-awaited question, who you got, Drake or Kanye?
1: Oh. Mm. Oh, well, Mm. here's the thing. Unfortunately, while I think the song is constructed very shittily, Yes. And I think new school hip hop, because all they use is auto tune and backing tracks, they don't even try anymore. Yes. God's plan is stuck in my head, though I hate that fucking song. And in fact, I parody it all throughout the house, and just freeforming and rhyming shit, like, mm, ugh, God's plan, uh, And then I rhyme a whole bunch of shit that has nothing to do with God's plan. Sure. But it's done its job, it's like penetrated my brain and it's stuck there. Um,. From an actual person, I like Drake better. Sure. From a performer, yeah. i got to give it to Kanye. Sure. Now, okay. I am a
0: new-school hip-hop guy. Yeah. Because I've got my fingers on the pulse of the youth of America. Oh nope. yeah. You. yeah. So, uh, I'll and tell you a this, few other places, too. Yeah, my fingers are a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can tell you this. Both are, are decent rappers, right? But... You have to enjoy Kanye West because you can follow his career and see insanity just happening. Oh, yeah. And, it, and sometimes get much worse. The Life of Pablo, which is a great album, mm-hmm. he gets progressively more insane throughout the course of that album. Like to, Pink Floyd. To, to the point where like, there's just a backing beat near the end and he's just talking. There's not even a rap. He's just, and it's like a cell phone conversation. Sure. And it's not about anything like, yeah,
1: guns and drugs. It's just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And, and while we're on that subject, so as as much as Drake, I, I generally enjoy some a lot of his stuff too, but that cat can't dance, man. What? Yeah. Like so you see him in his video like he can't dance. You should you should tell him. You should call him on his cell. phone. wish. I nice. wish, you know me. He is. Canadian. God's plan. Oh, motherfucker! God's plan.
3: He is Canadian. Yeah,
1: he is. I still I still still have tricks. Quite. Well, I'm know. just saying it might be the lack of rhythm. Maybe, yeah. but I can't call him on a cell phone because my cell phone bill doesn't let me do international.
3: For O'Reillys, I hear he's good at putting the bill.
1: Well, for, well, obviously his cell phone plan that's being paid by the company probably he could call the to goddamn Guatemala. Can I? Can you I had I to get him fired up, didn't you? Can I
0: deviate here for a
1: minute? <laughs> why? Why? Why wouldn't <laughs> stop now?
0: On the on Podbean. huh. Who's getting the money from the ads that show up now? Yeah.
2: I don't know who's doing I
0: saw that. an ad for some sort of medication pop up last time I was on Podbean. It was like fentanyl or something. And I was like, wait, we're getting ads in our show? Who's getting that money?
2: I didn't even know we had yeah, ads
1: oh, So we've right. been the cash cow. The ads didn't pop up until our show showed up on, on Podbean. Before, there were no ads. So
2: you're talking grease, too, and you expect fentanyl to be the ad, ad Yeah,
1: yeah, whatever fentanyl, fennel, mushrooms, whatever it is. I don't care. What I know is we are the reason that those ads have popped up. We are driving revenue. I, to
0: be fair, I don't listen to any of the other shows on the Grapple Talk Network, so I don't know if we're the reason they no, are. we are. Because oh,
1: yeah. they weren't there before we got there. They weren't there. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. I mean, you know, you've got, him, you've got me worked up, so worked up, he's shitty. I have a Charlie horse. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I got a fucking Charlie horse. And let me just say, Drake or Kanye, fuck the world, Peter Cetera, God, He's an angelic-voiced bastard. Uh, I had
0: to hear this so much over this weekend. <laughs> you right know now, I was are, meant to be. Uh, right now, me and Vic are so sick of each other. Because the we've been so The kind of
1: love lasts forever.
0: Oh, God damn
1: it. And I want you
0: here with me. Yeah, good job. I'm not Peter I am I'm in... I'm Charlie
1: Horse, you should know. Everywhere I go, where are you going? Drugs on my mind, All right, in right. my heart, in my soul. That's fucking <laughs> <the> <laughs> In my life, you're the inspiration. You bring meaning to my life. Got you're that. the inspiration. <laughs> 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 Wanna have you hear me? Wanna have oh. you hear me So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh,
0: come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk. What we talk about wrestling, it doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff.
1: That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all.
0: Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's
1: right. Facebook.com slash the Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on
0: Twitter at the Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hey, yeah. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk. Talk
2: Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host Ragbag as we talk about old games, new
0: games, games we love, games we hate, special guest interviews, and of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi
3: Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy Gaming. Check us out. <laughs> That's the real reason we're
1: getting canceled, folks. When you love somebody. damn it, stop! It's stuck in my head. God's plan. God's plan. Wishing they wishing on me. All right, all right. All right, no, no, that's okay. It's okay. Everybody's
3: figuring
1: out real quick why we're not in the music industry. Well, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, a busty just, horse today.
3: Everybody just take about...
0: Take about four minutes. I gotta pee.
1: Oh, alright. Uh. Alright, are you with us? Who's singing along? You know I love Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. There's some good bugging music. <laughs> Charlie's
2: music. Uh, it is definitely good Charlie music.
1: <laughs> so, while this is playing, what's the best geographical band of all time? I'll give you four choices, alright? Boston? Kansas, yeah. Chicago. And uh, boy, the other ones are kind of all running together. Who do I want to pick for, for Africa? Africa. Uh, that was a song. That was a song that Asia. Asia. Yeah. Who's the best? Who's what Uh, for me it's Chicago.
3: Yeah. And I, I love this
1: song that's playing right now. But I like Chicago with the horns. Like oh God, yes, yes. I agree. It's Chicago. Boston too. Kansas. Eh. Asia and
3: they
1: were short. lived You know those guys who Boston killed the guy, right?
2: Because of jumping. <laughs> well, he was a guy. All right, yeah, fair enough. Definitely killed the guy. I'd say Boston. What was it? okay. What were the so short? Boston, Boston,
1: Kansas, Chicago, but,
2: Asia. So I'd do Boston, Kansas, Chicago, and then Asia. It
1: was Asia better than Europe. What continent was the better guy?
2: <laughs> Europe was definitely better
1: than Asia. Okay. The All final right. countdown, man. Yeah, of course. All right, so we worked that out. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. All right, Are you done pissing? Man, I'm that coffee. Yeah, go Oof. right through you like a Japanese bullet train. <laughs> Hell.
0: Our teachers zombies. <sighs> That's
1: our, the topic. Our Te- teachers. teachers zombies. Zombies. Sometimes. Mm. Like, like I've
0: met some old fucking ready to mail it in and just get out teachers. Well, I thought this was a for-sure way for you to segue into what the theory that you know about
3: teachers. Oh, yeah, I know a lot about teachers. Uh, I know that they go to school and get their education. Yep. And then when they get into the classroom, man, teachers be fucking. (laughs) You can't go a day without picking up a story about a teacher fucking somebody.
1: Yeah? And let me tell you something. I feel like my, you know... You young generations can go fuck yourselves, because you've got it way better than we did. Our teachers not only were not fucking, but they weren't fuckable. Yeah, if they were fucking, you didn't know it, you didn't want to know it. Right, (laughs) and you you didn't want to walk in on Miss Parsons in the fucking uh, eraser room. But, now, you look at these chicks, what the fuck? I think they only go into teaching so they can fuck
0: teenagers. Oh, you guys think you got it bad? Alright, I had a fuckable teacher. She was like 23, right out of fucking college. I didn't get fucked! Right.
1: Is her see name Miss Clerken? What? You can see that? I can see that. <laughs> can
3: see Take
1: that. your <laughs> soundboard bad. And let me tell you something else about zombies. Fuck zombies, they can kiss my ass. Alright? zombies. Right. They'll
2: do a little bit more than kiss it.
1: Zombies are basically this generation's vampires which were overplayed. Everything was a vampire. There was a vampire stripper. There was a vampire in Manhattan. There was a vampire proctologist. There was a vampire up your ass. Fuck vampires. <laughs> that's
0: not a vampire, bro. <laughs> no, that's the vampire
1: proctologist. But if you need the vampire up your ass, yeah, you gotta
0: get the vampire
1: proctologist. Well, so that was the sequel. Yeah. So, from, from there, then we kind of you know, waned on the, the genre for a few years. and then everything became zombies. Zombie, this zombie teachers, zombie soccer moms, uh, zombie uh, donut makers, zombie, 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 zombie. Who cares? Let me ask you this: Do you remember we were hanging
3: out? I believe it was Fat Daddies, and it was you and me and your brother Aaron. And oh yeah, mothers, and it was the gentleman, and I use that term incredibly loosely. Yeah, who had the zombie survival guide?
1: Yes, and this was probably 13 years ago.
3: And your brother accidentally spilled beer on about
1: nine pages. Accidentally on purpose, (laughs) yes. Yes, yes. As he paged through them and just poured beer onto (laughs) the pages, and then put it down. (laughs) Yes, Yes. so because of that, that poor piece of shit who deserves everything he gets will not know how to survive the zombie apocalypse because there's hops and barley on his his survival guide. That's so, right. Yeah, I do. And that was disturbing. So, you know what? I blame him for the zombie bullshit. And I hope that if there is a zombie apocalypse, they eat him, throw him up, and then eat him again. So like a cow. gross. Yeah. Okay. Like a cow, a cow zombie will chew the cud of that piece of shit.
3: In conclusion, teachers be fucking.
0: <laughs> Just, you go into that teacher break room in there, mm. big old fuck
1: pile. Well, there's that, and like, there's somebody on the perimeter smoking their... Their end-of-session uh, cigarettes. No, that's what it was when we were going. Like, the the
3: teacher lounge would open, and you'd get hit in the face like it was the Marlboro factory. Now they're all in there drinking cha lattes and sucking dicks. We went everywhere. to the same
1: high school, but we were four years apart, so we didn't cross. We didn't right. know. Which, but there was a teacher that was still there when I left in 88 and that had a... Flask in his drawer. Did you have that said teacher? Uh,
3: I think we could say his name.
1: Okay. Was it? Was he it Barrington? Well, no, it was Abraham. But Barrington, ba- Barrington, I never had. But I wouldn't surprise me. Duran was doing weed with the fucking swim team.
0: My. Uh, but no fucking. My driver's uh, ed teacher fucking. was such a drunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <My> I've <driver's laughs> heard this story. <laughs> my driver's teacher story. was such a drunk. That not only did they stop him from being able to teach anything... Yep. Yeah, we're getting there. That was early, sorry. We were early. Hold on. They stopped him from teaching anything other than study hall and driver's ed, because he couldn't do it.
1: But driver's
0: ed but drivers sense? Ed. Yep. Chicken break and all that. He would get pulled over on an almost weekly basis, but because everybody knew he was the driver's ed teacher... The cops, because it was a small town, would go, all right, just go home. Yeah. wake up. <laughs> all That's
3: right. what he said every time they let him go. Well,
1: unfortunately, I feel like we've ended our last show ever on uh, a note about teachers fucking. <laughs> I didn't know about teachers fucking. Oh, so, uh, this show had everything.
3: <laughs> I th- Physical th- interludes.
1: Yeah, I hope we went out on a bang, and uh, I, I don't know... The void now that I'll, I'll need to fill in my life, what I'll fill it with? Um, hold on, hold on, Scout. I mean, oh, what? He's on the phone. Maybe copious What's amounts that? of corn. I, oh, I mean, don't use this okay. as an excuse for your copious amounts. Of corn. All right, I'll let him and know. He, and he takes a call, and, like, he can't even show us the respect.
2: Hey, good news. We're back on.
1: Hey! Wait, 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 wait! We got a
2: mysterious benefactor in the middle of this pre-recorded podcast that can fund the broadcast, the GrappleZog Network, his fucking Plenty of
1: Fish subscription, and we're all good to go again. And finally,
3: those podbeat ads paid in. I,
1: I knew that was going to do... well let me- in <laughs> next year Is to see Dylan? if we have to do the same thing over... Well, well let me just say this. Is it then. what?
3: Is it Dylan? Dylan who? Dylan. Is it Dylan? Oh, no, he wouldn't pay anything no. to keep us on the...
1: <laughs> no, I- in fact, most of the people who listen to us would probably pay or the opposite, but I will say this, um, as I said at the beginning of the show, I want to say that the office does such a great job supporting us, and I don't know that we could be as successful without them. They are um, really, uh, as far as givers and, and helping with conceptual ideas and and a diversity that they bring to this network and allow us to... I really appreciate what you do, AC Riley. I just—I think you're amazing. and I can't believe anybody would have thought ill of you. Hey, man. Fucking checks start rolling
3: in, and Scotty starts puckering up. Can you believe
1: it? Yeah. I'm, just, you, just. I'm just saying. Guys. So I think we should go celebrate and prepare for next week's show where we have a surprise for you that we won't tell you about because then it wouldn't be a surprise, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you wouldn't tune in. And it's also episode 30. Yeah. And what's great about 30 is that's about the time in a man's life where things start to change for the worse. So I, I think we'll have one last. That. That, would, that would certainly fit that bill. So I am Hotshot Scott Williams. A special guest was The Office, A.C. Riley, Vic the Stick Ross. Jiggy Jack Spade. Hey, don't forget about the barbecue. Like us on, on about the, 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 the Twit Machine.
0: Don't forget that I'm taking a Krav Maga class so I can break Peter Cetera's neck. By
1: no. the way, <laughs> this is a shoot. We are doing that Krav Maga trial. We will. Yeah, we're doing it. We're going to do it. Yeah. I'm in. All right. You should do the
2: broadcast with the instructor.
1: I wonder who he gave for <laughs> Seagal. <laughs> Probably. So... Again, we're going to go spike our coffee. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Ross Family Matters Podcast. Podbean, you kick ass!